0: Hello, listener. Welcome to Leadership Podcast. I am Chinelo Chikelu, your host for the Children's Day program titled Our COVID-19 Experience. Find us on www.leadership.ng and reach us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook on at leadershipnga, and on Instagram at leadership underscore newspaper. What is Children's Day? Originally established in 1954 as Universal Children's Day, at the United Nations World Conference on Child Welfare, the day is meant to commemorate the declaration of the rights of the child. Now, Children's Day is celebrated on various dates in different countries around the world. In India, it's celebrated on November 14, in South Africa on November 1st. in Egypt on November 20, in Tunisia on Jan- January 19, and celebrated on 26th of, 25th of December in South, Central African countries. Nigeria celebrates Children's Day on May twenty-seven. Now, as we all know, the world was unable to celebrate the Children's Day as a result of the ongoing pandemic. So we know that our society was not only affected politically, economically, and socially, but our children's lives were also affected. Their education was disrupted, their physical and mental health also negatively impacted. So to commemorate this Children's Day, leadership and its partners, Venturion Limited, and the United Nations Children's Fund (UNICEF), they are giving the children the opportunity to ex- to kind of like share their COVID-19 experiences with the world, which they have done amazingly well in our special publication today. They are also had the opportunity not only to share the stories of the COVID-19, but to be the journalists of the future and to be charitable human beings. So, besides producing this paper with us. They are also talking to the Minister of Education. They have written poems, drawn cartoons, presented puzzles to solve, and many more. So we'd like you to join us to welcome our guests today, Lawrence amake from Government Secondary School Wusezon Three, Joshua Miriam from Government Secondary School Lube, Onyako Rosemary Amarachi from Government Secondary School Gariki, Idris Zuera from Anointed Secondary School Mpape, and Olamide Abishoye from Sascon International School, Maitama, all here in Abuja, Nigeria. Welcome, our guests.
1: Thank okay.
0: you. So to move on very quickly to the issue of the day, um, to Amaki, can you tell us what Children's Day means to you? Okay. Well, Children's Day is a day that is set aside for the appreciation of students and children in particular. It is also used by parents to show their appreciation to children, where children get to be their fellow children and have fun without being in school. Well, specifically, Children's Day is my birthday, so it's also a very significant day for me. So let's wish um, Amaki a very happy birthday. (laughs) Um, Now to Rosemary, you've been sharing your stories about the COVID-19 lockdown. Tell us about your experience of the lockdown. What was it like for you? Well... It was a miserable lockdown, exactly, it was miserable. You don't have to go anywhere, you have to sit down in the house, only wake up, eat and sleep throughout several months, it was very miserable. You have to wear face masks all the way from your house to wherever you are going. 24 hours you are wearing face masks which is very miserable for me especially because most times I don't like wearing face masks. Because it gives me injuries in my nose. So it makes me very miserable. So I have to sit down in the house doing nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that must have been really hard. I mean, sometimes you put on the face masks and then you feel almost as if you're choking up. <laughs> right. So, um, Miriam, um, could you tell us how you responded to the fact that you couldn't go anywhere during the lockdown? Well, this lockdown during this COVID-19 pandemic, it wasn't just, it wasn't done, just, it wasn't bad. It was not just worst, it was also terrible. Because people, these especially children were not able to go to um, different places. Maybe our usual places we often go to here and there, so it was really bad. Our mental health was affected, the physical hygiene, the socializing stuff was just too bad. Stress, anxiety, depression came in and it was just so how did you how did you resolve that? I mean, well, I actually engaged myself into little things like an indoor activities like badminton. I play badminton, mm-hmm. so I was able to improve in my badminton skills, and also I also learned how to do this simple time and I also model, so I was just coming up, coming up, coming oh, okay. So so in other words, it wasn't too bad. Yes, it, it had a negative bad. impact, but also had positive yes, effects as well. Exactly. Um, so I'm a um, now we know that a lot of things changed for students during this lockdown as, as is when you resumed from school, your term periods were shortened. Some schools were actually on shifts, running shifts in schools. So I mean, how did that change school, schooling activities for you? Okay, um, in my school, especially, we weren't able to have the online license during the lockdown. So it was quite tight. So by the time we resumed back to school. We had to divide, like teachers were combining notes and assignments and everything because they needed to finish first term along with second term at the same time. And we also had to write our exams very close. Like immediately we finish our first term exam, we moved over to the second term exam. Then secondly, our sporting activities, it was also another one because due to the social distancing, we couldn't have sporting activities and especially me. My communication skills went low because I usually don't talk to people the way I did those days before COVID came. Mm. So, in the wake of the coronavirus, it is another significant moment for students to wake from the crisis and face what they are supposed to do. Because right now, they have to read and study because another exam is actually coming for third term, mm. and they need to cover. So, those are part of the activities. Do you you think students have gotten used to the fact that they don't have to... um, Well, we won't say there should be social distancing of sorts, but do you think they are used to not being that separated from people anymore or is there still a psychological effect that they feel they have to stay away from one another at a distance when they are talking? Um, Well, most students are still under the trauma of the COVID-19 experience. So you wouldn't necessarily blame them if they keep doing that. Especially me, I usually do it most times. But then, most students, it's still in them, so they have to communicate and relate to others. So it's not necessary. Okay. So Rosemary, um, were you able to have any online lessons? I mean, how did they? How did that also affect school for you? Yeah, I was able to have an online lesson, but actually, I started late. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because someone like me, I don't have a phone, and I use my aunt's phone to do a sub uh, study online. Well you can't blame the fact that COVID 19 has come. She has to go to work very face So maybe when she is back from work, then you have to access the internet using her phone. And it makes the schoolwork compactly that's tedious for you. Yes. <laughs> it was very hard on us. But we have to pack more of sm first term work and second term work, join together. And immediately we resume. We have to write second-term examination, and which we are promoted. Most students were promoted because of the COVID-19. We won't blame us for being at home almost seven months. Yes. So we have to just write the exam and we, everybody was promoted, both on trial and
1: normal promotion. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: wow. And that is, and that seems like a good thing for you guys. <laughs> okay. So um Miriam Miriam did it in any way affect your family life and environment? Well for environment yes because the environment was just too boring. You keep seeing same faces every day. So it was just tiring quarrel just there and so just to conversation. Oops. I I realize I think there are some kids I spoke to at some point. Um, they said in the environment, they kind of like things were a bit difficult. They couldn't get food and stuff. It could be quite hard for children. But is there any special way in which it affected your community where you were staying? Did they rally around to do something? Well, no, we're just living our normal lives. It's just that the environment
1: was just a so boring, boring
0: So, um, yeah, while we are still <laughs> on that, um. We, are, we know that these students also spent a lot of time with us working on the newspaper production, so they wrote the content themselves, they had them edited and then submitted. They were here on several occasions to join us to see how the newsroom is run. So we would like to hear them talk about that experience. Um, Olamide, tell us about your experience with the newspaper production and what you learned or what you would like to see the next time. Well. Coming to Leadership newspaper house was the first time I have ever been to a news house before. It was exciting because in all honesty I was actually expecting to see much higher things, but then they took us through the whole process from the, how they sourced their the information, the news, to how it is being printed. They took us every they took us through everything. I was fascinated. It's a fascinating been fascinating process. I learned a lot. I wouldn't normally go into Google and just type how are newspapers produced, but then they gave me the opportunity to watch and also be a part of the whole process. And I just want to thank them too. because not everybody can say, "Oh, I know how newspapers are made." So. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, do you um, do you do you, what what, do you, what what would you like to see more in terms of the experience? Well. I noticed something from the first day, the first couple hours I, I came. I noticed that there weren't a lot of women on the premises. <laughs> I noticed we went to the newsroom where we had the reporters and the editors. And then we only had, majority, all the people that spoke to us, they were all men. There was only one woman and then she was in char- she's in charge of the weekend newspaper. And she spoke for a short amount of time not because she's a woman but then i feel like women should be seeing more in industries in organizations we're not represented enough so i feel that's an important thing to mm. how do you all feel about that do you notice the same thing or let's we with amaki do you notice the same thing Do you feel like there should be more female presence in the newsroom in authoritative positions? Well, as children, actually, most parents are somehow the fault of all this because most parents usually just want their children to be either a doctor or a lawyer or most of those highly respected occupations in society. But as for journalism, it's actually another stressful job because you have to be there 24-7 and not everybody is interested in it, mm. especially females as they have duties to do at home and stuff. So I would advise Younger generations are coming up because you guys are already old. So they should try their best to come up <laughs> and try to be journalists like we already are. Already. Okay. So, me back to you again. Um, what message do you have for other children and for Nigerians on this special occasion when we're celebrating the children? Well, as a child myself, because I'm not yet an adult, as a child, I want to advise fellow children nobody should limit your rights to express yourself you have been given the rights, the human rights freedom of expression you should be able to speak freely about things that are bothering you you should be able to put in suggestions you should be able to communicate freely with others but then keep in mind you should all do, you should do all that but then also have respect because one thing my parents tell me is that sometimes you might be saying the right thing but then it just depends on the way you say, it, the how your body language chooses says a lot. So that's something I would hammer like on. Children should be given the right. Not just because I'm a child doesn't mean I can't form my own opinion on things. I can't see things from my own perspective. So that's my advice. And what do you think, Miriam? Well, I think. Children should be allowed to express themselves, to share ideas, their feelings, their thoughts, everything, because every child is unique in his or her own way. Because you never can tell what a child can do. A child can be someone God can send to deliver a specific country, you just never can tell. So, children should be allowed to express themselves so they can also boost their self esteem and, you know, never to die in silence as well. Mm. Okay, so the final question for us all What changes would you like to see in Nigeria and in your various communities today for the good of the children? Let's start with Rosemary. Well, they should allow children to express themselves, it's very important. For example, in schools, where you have higher authorities like your teachers, your principals, and all sorts of things. They will tell you that as a student you don't have your own rights, which is very wrong. Ra- if which is very wrong. We are we are all human beings and we all know human rights. You can't tell me because you're a principal, you're you're head of the school, you're head of the, Nigeria wherever that we human beings, you are citizens of this country. we don't have our rights. That's why in most cases women we, we are being molested because they can't speak up for themselves. They can't say what they want to say. But when you do, you find out you, they'll be coming back to attack you. Like, it's very, very unpredictable. We need to like speak up for ourselves, especially we women. We should stand for ourselves. We should speak up. We shouldn't be dying in silence. Yes. So what about you, Amaki? Well, you never can tell what's going on in the mind of a child. So I would advise parents and adults to be able to give children the opportunity to speak out what is actually going on with them and what's going on. And for the African parents, most children actually don't feel free talking to them because they think, oh, what will mom do to me, what will dad do to me? So if you're a child listening and you really don't know what to do, I advise you to look for a trusted adult that you can speak to and you know we won't give it the wrong advice. And secondly, I will also advise children or parents, so to say, to give children the ability to be involved in decision-making because it's very necessary and it helps them as they grow over in life. Thank you very much. So thank you, children and listeners. That's all we have for you today. Please do grab a copy of the Leadership newspaper to read all our children has written, all uh, that they have to say for, to you all today. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Me is uh, Puritan Nodim, Idris Zuera, Ajiboye Enyola, Jamila Salihu, and Adebisi Adeola. Welcome. Mm-hmm. So we are going to start again. So, what does Children's Day mean to you? Let's start with um, Jamila. Children's Day is just a day celebrated to commemorate the healthy, good, and happiness of children. Mm-hmm. So, a, a child has to be happy and healthy, in you know, order to be celebrated. Yes. Good. <laughs> okay. So Ajiboye, um, how did you respond to the fact that you weren't able to go to anywhere during the COVID-19 lockdown? Thank you. Well, uh, normally I don't go out. So we are more like, we do our stuff at home. But with the lockdown, it felt like, felt we new. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, wow. No more outing, no school, no church, was, no But thank God we're already coming out of it and we hope that we'll coming out of it better. Yeah. Welcome back. So we start off with um, charity. Could you tell us how you, what was the experience of the COVID-19 lockdown like?
2: First off, it was really strange in my opinion, because I was in school, the next thing you know, I was just sent back home because of corona. And I really didn't feel the impact of the virus until my mom caught it and I was scared or <laughs> worried. Then I realized that I should take it seriously. So I don't think they said wear my mask, so sanitizing. Not well, like a phobia, but <laughs> I got used to it. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I also learned a lot of things. I read a lot of books, I learned new skills. So, yeah, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So, what skills did you acquire while you were locked down? Mm-hmm. I started using websites like Wattpad web novel, Khan Academy because online school would have saved me if I used this <laughs> learn <laughs> For what part I learned how to write new books on my own So mm-hmm. love in literature. So I using Khan Academy to you know, boost my academics because I wanted I was so serious doing online school.
0: But but were you able to like um you mentioned writing, were you able to write something during the process, during the entire episode?
2: Yes, I did write a book. Ooh, what's that about? <laughs> I heard a cliche in my opinion, but well, I'm better now. So just, you know, cliche, that really didn't show me. I'll show you that. Yeah,
0: because you know, if you want to write something, it has to be unique and not yeah. just
2: what everybody's writing. So really everybody. But we're well, getting better now. Yeah.
0: So, um, Eniola, could you tell us how you responded to the fact that you couldn't go anywhere during the lockdown? Well, it was quite challenging. I mean, weren't able to go to school anymore, no more. Stepping out of their own home, just quite, it was that dangerous. It was, well, I felt, I felt the need to actually keep myself busy. Because I feel if you don't do anything, you kind of start getting depressed. And it was even during this period that people were, girls were molested. It was really high, the kids were high. So I kept myself busy. I was tired of reading books, but I read so many books. So I felt like instead of me reading, why can't I do something that other people will read? I brought up, I brought out my job and my writing pad. I started thinking of all the ideas I had because I was inspired by Americana, by Kimaman Download Oh. Wow. I started writing and then I talked to my brothers because my mom was out. So I talked to my brother. He stepped out of the country and she was not there. I talked to my brothers and they helped me. I was able to open my own blog and with that, I was able to write. And doing that truly really gave me a lot of hope and inspiration for a better
2: COVID.
0: So what do you write about in your blog? Well, I look at myself and I feel like, what do I need to know more about myself? I try to imagine myself in other teenagers' shoes, what's going on in their life. So I write about mood swings. I feel like a lot of teenagers it's really affecting us. We just switch from being happy to being sad for no reason. And people don't try to understand the fact that nothing is wrong with me. I just don't know why. Then I feel like at some other point, maybe going through some crisis that you just don't know how to speak up or you don't know what to talk about. So I wrote about Muslims, how you can conquer it. Then I wrote about words. So many people just say things without thinking of the impact that like it has on other people's minds. So I feel people should really think before talking so like it like that it won't cause a damage to that person's life. Oh, cool. So for you, would you say writing was more as a means of releasing the anxiety you were feeling, or was it something you felt you, you had to write so others can read? Of course, that is why most people write, but what, which one cool. is best first for you? Yeah, I think I'll keep doing because when I write, I express myself. I, I just lose all the bodies that I'm holding in. Then I feel yes, other people too can learn a great deal from it. So yes. So what do you say your followers are like right now? Sorry, how many followers do you have now? Uh,
1: <laughs> or,
0: or views of the views. articles. Fifty views on my first Wow, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's go to Adeola. Um, how did, it, how did it change? How did school change for you in terms of um, the terms, the workload, and everything else? How did school change for you when you came back after
1: the lockdown? Um, it was so challenging because due to the lockdown, we had to stay home all day. So the first time and second time was joined together for students, which is somehow jampered because some students, like in my school, I had the kind of experience that some students can't really cope with that because some students can't read, and they can't really write notes because it's already jampered and to write the senior wife you have to know all that. But for me, I love writing essay and I'm creative writer so I usually spend some of my time doing that mm-hmm. because I know that that's um, the way I would really like to do in my life. So so um, do you... Do you
0: So do you, do you think that um, there's a ways teachers could make um,
1: the workload easier for you? Yeah, there's a way they could, but the, um, some students are somehow kind of lazy. They wouldn't want to wait after school. But they can do an after school lesson for the students. Mm-hmm. For them, like if the students close at 2, they should wait to fall on some kind of subject that are very important so that they teach them and write
0: so let's go to Jamila. Um, how do you feel about the new timetable? And you know, were were you able to receive um, classes or lectures online during the lockdown? actually I don't have phone So, We were are like indulging home lesson, but I even got tired of the home lesson. So my mom um, went to my aunt's place, and we got um she like i was put in a saloon shop to learn how to plate hair all of them. but i even got tired of everything even um books i love reading books but everything was just boring for me everything was just boring so how did you relieve the boredom I mean, how did you go about exciting yourself so that you get bored <laughs> like i was just moldy. molding was molding that means you, would, you would sculpt things right yes oh really was that a new thing for you or something you've been doing for a long time? I've been doing it for a long for time. A while. So, did you, would you say you grew like, like your ability to mold improved or it was just something to have fun with at the time? Yes. Alright, so let's go to um, Adebisi. <laughs> how did you, how did this lockdown impact your environment? Um, Actually, it's
1: some somehow kind of boring. The environment was boring because you have to stay home all day. You go out, and I'm a kind of person that I really don't like staying at home. I go out. I go out every day. So the lockdown was kind of boring for me. But when if I attend online classes, and like I said before, I love writing and so I really like to utilize my time writing and reading.
0: How are you, Idris? How did you affect your environment? Mm-hmm. I'm a kind of child, I don't like going anywhere because my dad don't like to see me outside. So no, not worry about things. You didn't do <laughs> even worry about it at all? Yes. Oh, cool. So um let's talk about your new sofa production experience. Um, what was it like for you? Let's start with you, Idris. Well, I learned so many things
1: and I mix many students from various things. Like
0: meets in, um in Alaska, in Alaska, where she's a very kind person. Ah, so you were able to mix for you the experience was about meeting with other students and then le- getting to know them better, right? Yes.
2: What about your purity? The experience was very fun, first of all. I liked how they put us through every single step. Because most, you know, most excursions I do for this is like theory, just so you. So you do this, you do that, but leadership took us to the printing how we switch it on, we showed us how to use the programs which I learned. a lot on which tried to do. Um, apart from that, I really liked it and I learned a lot of stuff and I really wanted to try to get to it.
0: Well, so what about you? Well, I want to start off by thanking Leadership for giving us this once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, so many people want to be here, just like, They just can't all be here. So I feel excited. I feel happy to be among the few students that were able to learn how newspapers were produced. I saw the newsroom. I saw the printing press. I saw the machine. Wow, it was so huge. I wasn't (laughs) expecting something as huge as that. Then the studio, it was uh, an experience that I will never forget. Thank you, Lidashi. Thank you. Actually, I never thought newspaper go through a long process before it being published. I learned a lot. I met many students from different schools, and I had memorable experience.
1: Thank you, leadership. Thank you. Um. Actually, I met new students. I met the editor-in-chief, um, Mr. Hazle of the leadership newspaper. I met the chairman of the Abuja Education Board and I also learned the processes in which newspapers go through before, before they have been published. Actually, I am, it was a kind of, um, it wasn't a lifetime experience for me because I've never been to a business like this before. And so thanks to the management of the leadership. Okay, So let's
0: speed let's up with this. Um, what changes would you all like to see in our community, in our country, Nigeria, for the good of the children?
1: Um, as for me, um, Nigeria is a kind of country. Like in many schools, children as a children are not given the right the freedom of expression. They are they are, they are usually feel the freedom to talk to talk freely, and that's why it's a kind of a it's, it's a kind of hard for students to do debates screens and all that. Because some students will just see their principal to. Report themselves to see what they are being going through. It would be very difficult say, for them, and that's why, I also as the parents, so willing really to join with the children because some certain um some children fear their parents and they can't express themselves to them. which usually leads some children to join bad where when they are supposed when they are reviewing what they are not what they are not supposed to do. to other people outside. Is
0: Sorry. So, yeah. what would you like to change, what changes would you like to see in Nigeria and your community for the, for the good of the children? Actually, Nigeria is just, Nigeria is like a corrupt country. Corrupt, like, we we don't have good roads, um, also students involved in examination, malpractice, and bribery. So, you would like to see that changed? Yes, I would like to see that changed. What about you? Well, I'd like more opportunities to be given to children, apart from expressing their thoughts. If I have an idea and I give it to you, I want you to pull me through, not just discourage me from me. Then I'd like to appeal to the Minister of Education that it should please look into the government schools in Nigeria. We need to be able to stand beside private schools. and be proud. We don't want to feel inferior to them. So I would like to really see changes in the educational system. We, have, we should have good laboratories. We should have good equipment in schools. Thank you. Thank you. purity.
2: I would like to see many changes in Nigeria. But first off, I would like to see equality, not just because I'm a woman, equality between women. I would like to see equality between everybody. But the fact that I am in a car, I am going to school, and I look outside the window and somebody my age can't have that same experience, so I don't like that fact. I also don't like the fact that, you know, gender inequality, gender based violence against girls like myself. Because outside this studio world, there are some girls that are being raped, and are being brought down because of their gender. I would also like to see a country where everybody's equal, every religion is equal, where everybody feels they have the right to speak up and be understood. understood.
0: Idris, what about you? What things would you like to see? see seeming changes
1: like unemployment,
0: cults, many things like that. Thank you, children and listeners. That's all we have for you today. Do grab a copy of Leadership Newspaper to read all our children have to say. Leadership is a daily national newspaper in Nigeria. Find us on www.leadership.ng and reach us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook on at leadership NGA and on Instagram at leadership underscore newspaper. Have a lovely children's day. Thank you.